Hi, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Grace Avenue. I'm Donovan. I'm Emily. And we are still in our discipline series, still getting to sit in rooms with our cool friends. And today we have... Today we have one of my lifelong friends. Actually, my lifelong friend, like since third grade. Mm -hmm. uh, We had a third grade band together. We'll get into that (laughs) later. Um, But we have been close, close, close friends for the majority of our life. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, claiming each other as sisters. Oh. And we've just walked through everything together. Um, there are no secrets between us. We know it all. <laughs> and I love this person very dearly. Tara Buchanan is with us today. We are so excited. Oh, oh. <laughs> um, Tara, would you say a little bit about yourself for the listeners so they know who you are, what you like, what you do? Um, yeah. Um, yeah, so my name's Tara Buchanan. Um, I am married to James. Um, I am also a licensed clinical social worker, and so I work at elementary school, and I love it. So, and it was your idea to have Tara here, um, because you were telling me how cool her story is. So why don't you give everybody an update on why she is so great to have as part of the series? Yeah, so like I said, Tara's one of my closest friends. We talk about everything together, and I would say about a year ago, Tara, mm-hmm. is that right? Mm-hmm. Um, around your 30th birthday mm-hmm. and before your 30th birthday, mm-hmm. uh, we've talked about 30th, 30th birthdays. 30th birthdays move mountains in this we, room. Yes, yes. Do. <laughs> On Grace Avenue, 30s where it's at. But it was around your birthday, mm-hmm. and you just looked at your life. Mm-hmm. You looked at your mental health, your physical health, mm-hmm. your, I would say your relationships. Mm-hmm. And I think you just had an awakening mm-hmm. and you said, I don't like where I am mm-hmm. and this is not where I want to be. Mm-hmm. And I want my life to look different. I want to feel good in my body. I want my mind to be a healthy place. I want my relationships to be healthy. Mm-hmm. And you started making changes And the reason you're here today is because um, I personally have seen the fruit of your discipline Mm -hmm. and the changes you have made. And it's not only exciting, but it's inspiring. Mm -hmm. So we brought you here to share some of that with our listeners. Mm -hmm. Um, So first, I will start with how would you define discipline Mm -hmm. and what has that when you think of discipline and when you used to think of discipline, what what was that like for you? Yeah. So um so when I think about the word discipline, um typically my mind goes to like disciplining a child, you know, like a punishment type thing. Um but like you said a year ago, I kind of um had to take an account of my life and kind of where I was at mentally and physically. Um so being a therapist, um one of the things that I teach the people that I work with is um you have to take care of your mind. Um, and so I believe that change comes from the inside out. So when I think about discipline, um, I think it was maybe Abe Lincoln that said this, but, um, he says discipline is choosing between what you want now and what you want most. That's good. Um, and so I always thought that you have to be motivated to be disciplined. Like it, it comes from a place of motivation. But what I have found is that once I became disciplined in, um, in my thought life and, um, keeping my stress level down then, um, and, and working out and eating healthy and those types of things. Um, after I was disciplined, um, then come my motivation. Cause then after I seen results, I was motivated to continue doing what I was doing. Um, 
So I would say that discipline has to come first because you're not always going to feel motivated um, to do the things of what you want most. Um, And so in the book, um, The Celebration of Discipline by Richard Foster, it talks about Mm. what controls you. And so um, for me, I looked at my life and stress at that moment dominated my life. And I was a stress eater. So therefore, food dominated my life. Um, And so I think I just had to make my mind up on what I truly wanted and then go in that direction. And then once I... um, started being disciplined in that and I got my priorities straight then my motivation followed and um here here I am here you are that's so good so how how would you share with our listeners Mm -hmm. practically Mm -hmm. the changes you've made and how you've become disciplined so let's start with your mental health yeah yeah I think like I said earlier um stress dominated my life and so um I mean, what I, my, my work, my job is helping people to, um, um, process trauma, um, figuring out how to cope with their stress. Mm -hmm. And so, um, so for so long, you know, I, I was teaching other people how to deal with the stress in their life, but, um, internally I wasn't doing that for myself. And so, um, starting to take my own advice and, um, using those things. So I think first, um, learning how to deal with stress, um, in a healthy manner. And so, like I said, I would go to food. So instead of every time I would feel stressed, I would, um, maybe drink more water or go for a a little walk to just to clear my mind, or maybe I would call a friend. So those practical coping skills or practical things you can do, um, rather than grabbing sweet snacks or, um, you know, filling myself up with food, if that makes sense. That's so good. So good. And so you had to be disciplined in those moments. Mm -hmm. Yes. Because you had created a habit in your life Mm -hmm. of that was your go to. Mm -hmm. I'm so shocked at what a good example this is and like an inspiration to me that who you are and who Mm -hmm. we are Mm -hmm. really comes down to tiny choices. Mm. You know, I think we feel like we wake up and we decide who we're going to be, but it's really those little tiny choices you made about how to cope with your stress and how to walk minute by minute Mm -hmm. that actually define who Tara is today. Mm -hmm. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. So good. Wow. Yeah. So good. Okay. So you already touched on food a little bit. Now, Tara, share with us how you became disciplined in taking care of your body, your physical body. Mm Mm-hmm. So, um, so when I think about someone who is very disciplined, I always thought I was always inspired and I always thought, man, I'm never going to be that. Like it just, Mm. it just seems so out of reach for me because of where I was at. So, um, when I changed what I was focusing on where I was currently at, that's what my focus was on. Um, then I started making small steps. Um, so, so then I thought, wait, what is stopping me from being a disciplined person? Like, wh- like, what is it? What's stopping me from from achieving that? And so I began super small, kind of like you guys are talking about small steps. Um, I began implementing one thing, and that was drinking more water. And so my goal became drinking a gallon of water a day. And then once I kind of mastered that a little bit, I started um, adding in um, healthy snacks, clean eating, things that are... Um, 
like fruits and vegetables, things that come from the ground or have a mother. So when I say that, I mean like meat or um, not, you know, uh, taking out processed foods, like things that I I knew wasn't healthy. Um, And then once I started eating healthy, um, I began walking. So like I said, it's small steps. And um, I think sometimes we can get overwhelmed with big picture and um, forget that it's the little steps each day that will get us to where we want to be. Um, so then when once I started um, walking, then I added in um, some running and then um, added in some different workout things because I tend to get kind of bored with things. So I have to change it up. Um, so I would say find what works for you, but um, but don't be overwhelmed with big picture. Right. So here we are. A little over a year since uh-huh. you started. Uh-huh. How how do you feel now and how has your body changed? And it's totally great to talk about weight loss. Yeah. Yes. So um, I think the biggest thing is um, my mind. So I, where I was a year ago to where I am now is I, I feel like real different. And mm-hmm. so the things that I can think of is, you know, I remember feeling um, super anxious and depressed and I had a really low self-esteem and none of my clothes fit and just all those thoughts that kind of run through your mind when you're in that place. And so now on the other side of it, um, I feel um, more relaxed. I have happier thoughts. Um you know, a higher self-esteem, I sleep better, um, you know, my mood changes have decreased, so like less anxiety and depression. Um, yeah, so there's lots of, of benefits that's come from this, and so not only physically, because I, I love going shopping now, love going shopping for clothes because I can buy a smaller size, and, um, and even like viewing pictures of myself, that was something that I never really liked to do, so when I tried to find pictures a year ago I couldn't find a whole lot um because I didn't I didn't want to be in those and now I you know I love taking pictures with people and um so just seeing those changes like inside and outside that's so good okay do you mind sharing with our listeners how much weight you've lost Mm -hmm. yeah so um I let's see I started out um, around 200 pounds, um, and that was a year ago. And so now I am 158. So I've lost 42. 42. Yeah. And so, yeah. So um, not where I want to be um, yet. So I've got a few more I want to, and and I don't want to focus on number um, because I feel like. that I don't want that to be be my focus. So I try to focus on my non-scale victories. And so what I mean by that is um, how how much better my clothes fit or um, how my body's getting toned up and those types of things. Um, so um, so yeah, so I'm not where I want to be, but I'm not where I was. So right in the middle. <laughs> okay, and as your friend walking with you through all this, I can see a night and day difference in your energy Mm -hmm. and your perspective Mm -hmm. and your um just literally the bounce in your step Mm -hmm. and the life you have so big scale victories are great Mm -hmm. and um exterior Mm -hmm. victories are Mm -hmm. great you know um on the external on you know what you can see Mm -hmm. physically but i see so much more it's brought so much more depth so if you had when you thought about losing 40 or 50 pounds Mm -hmm. When you started, 
around your 30th birthday. Mm -hmm. Did that feel impossible at the time? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Because I would look at myself in the mirror and be like, man, I'm never going to get to where I want to be. I'm never. And so if I could go back and say something to myself a year ago, I would say just start. Like, like just start somewhere. Um, it doesn't have to be big. It doesn't, um, you know, and, and I think change doesn't require complete abstinence. So what I mean by that is um, it doesn't require um, cold turkey of the things that you love. So I loved chocolate and sweet stuff and soda. Um, so like I said, I started small. So I started cutting out soda. And then once I, you know, got good at that, then I started cutting out my sweets. So, um, so it doesn't require complete abstinence. Mm -hmm. Um, so, and then just, yeah, just start somewhere, anywhere. And, and I think, um, accountability too has really helped me to stay the course. Um, so I would encourage you to find people who are in your corner, who will cheer you on, um, cause it's going to be what keeps you going. That's so good. Donovan, do you have any questions? Well, I, I was just thinking. Um, or I'm curious, did you see, so you started with what was like a physical and mental focus, yes. like your why was you wanted mm-hmm. to be healthier, which yeah. seems super relatable to yeah. so many people. Have you seen the discipline that you put into this area? Like, do you feel like you're, it's spilled over anywhere? Like, do you feel like you're more disciplined mm-hmm. in other areas now? Yes. Yeah, I do. So, um, so it's, it's really funny when people view mind and body, they try to, they kind of view them differently, but they're, but you're one, you're a human, right? And so mind and body is together and you can't separate them. Wow. And so I think when, once I got inside of me aligned, I think it spilled over to my relationships. Um, oh. now I, um, I feel like I'm striving to have, um, more healthier relationships, you know, or, and even with maybe, uh, my job, like having more healthy boundaries with, um, how late I stay or how much work I bring home. Um, like just trying to have better boundaries with that because, um, I see the benefit that, that you know, I have now on the other side of this. Um, and then just trying to implement those small changes, other areas of my life, if that makes sense. That makes so much sense. I just am with you in that maybe discipline isn't like we had our, our friend Liz on here last week and she was so generous in her information for us and she shared with us that she feels kind of naturally called to discipline Mm. and I think it's super attractive and awesome but I'm Mm -hmm. with you it was not something that naturally came to Mm me and so I mean would you say it the the Holy Spirit still offers it to Mm -hmm. us like we can we can Mm -hmm. become disciplined people Mm -hmm. yeah yeah you're right you're right and and I think um self-control well (laughs) self-control is um a fruit right right fruit of the spirit and so um and I think that's what discipline is, is having a form of self-control mm-hmm. um, and denying things that are not necessarily healthy for you, um, you know, to get to where you want to be. And so, yeah. And would you say it's been worth it? All yes. the no's you've given yourself. Yes. Yes. It's so worth it. It's so worth it. Um, yeah. I wish that I would have started several years ago. Um especially whenever I first became a therapist, because I think that was kind of like my turning point. Um, as I was getting older, I noticed my metabolism going down. Um, I was increased. I had increased stress. Um, so I wish I would have started then implementing the things that I 
am now, but hindsight's twenty twenty, and here we are. And now I can speak on living a life of discipline um, coming from a place that I had no discipline and no boundaries. And, you know, so, um, so yeah, so it's cool because I've lived both. Yeah, that's great. That's so exciting. Like, right, that makes it feel so possible. Mm-hmm. You're, you're so relatable in this, mm-hmm. Tara. Tara, what you're saying is so relatable too. We've talked about this just in our conversations. Uh-huh. When you're on social media or when you look at another person's life from an outside view, sometimes we think, well, that's great that they're uh, thriving mm-hmm. in this area or that area. And that's mm-hmm. great that they are loving life and doing good. Mm-hmm. That's just not in the cards for me, it seems. Mm-hmm. And we feel like we have to have permission. This mm-hmm. is the exact phrase you and I have talked about. Mm-hmm. We feel like we have to have permission mm-hmm. to thrive mm-hmm. and to be happy and to feel good and to win mm-hmm. at, at the things we want to accomplish mm-hmm. and to reach our goals. Yeah. But that's not true. Yeah. We don't have to have permission. It's mm-hmm. available yeah. to everyone who's willing to put in the work. Yes, absolutely. And that's that's exactly where I was at because I looked at all these people who were um, naturally gifted in discipline or just seemed to just have it together a little bit, like with their health and fitness and things like that. Um, and it was so funny because I took a step back and I looked at my life and I was like, I asked myself this question, what is stopping me? Like there was and it was me. Like, Mm -hmm. I think that I think our biggest hurdle is ourself. And like you said, I think I was waiting for permission for someone to, um, I I don't know, say, Hey, it's okay that, you know, you want to live a healthier life. And it's funny because, um, every time I would say something about my weight or, um, you know, that I didn't feel good in my clothes to my husband, he would say, babe, you're the only one that can do it for yourself. Like you have to do it. And so like, and it, I don't know, it just took me a while to got, like kind of grasp that like I have to be the one to make the changes and no one else can do it for me. Um, and so, yeah, it's it's just so cool um, to just see like where I'm at versus where my mindset was then and just know that you can have the life you've always wanted. Right. And to see too, Tara, how you've changed as a person Mm -hmm. through all of this, because even things that we think are personality traits Mm -hmm. about you have changed through all this. So like, for example, um, you did a presentation at a work conference recently Mm -hmm. and you enjoyed it. And a year or two ago, you would have hated standing in front of Mm -hmm. a room full of people And having to speak. Mm-hmm. And all of this has even changed that about you. Yeah. Yes. Um, so I think that it has um, definitely increased my confidence, my self-confidence, um, knowing that I can do hard things. And so things that felt uh, very overwhelming. So like presentations in front of people, like now i I know that I can do that and I can do hard things and I actually enjoy it. So um, speaking on like health and fitness, like I, I crave healthy foods now and I um, look forward to my workout and I look forward to what it feels like after a run. And so just my, my self-confidence and um, it was funny, I had um, posted something on social media and one of my dear friends, she's actually a coworker, um, she commented and she was like, I think the thing that I've noticed the most about you is your smile. And she was like, um, she had just, you know, wrote a sweet little comment about how she could just see my smile change. And, and I think that 
like I see that too now as I, um, you know, go about life and, and just my ability to just know that um, I can 